everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how are we doing? Oh, doing good, man. Ch- yes. Chill, chill day tonight. Just, uh, just, just a Todd and Buck show. Yes. Just you and I. Uh, next show, we're going to be back with the full, you know, rotating gang of cigar store Indians and everything. But uh, for today's show, we have a lot of stuff planned. But it was like, yeah, we're just going to record one show today. So let's just have some fun, kick back. We don't need to invite anybody else out to the garage. Let's uh, school and Ebert this. Mm. Yes. R.I.P. Roger Ebert, by the way. Oh, no. What? He died? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. But it, 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 Siskel's <clears throat> gone, too. Oh, my gosh. You're ruining my world right now. Y- you haven't watched since, like, their Driving Miss Daisy review, have you? <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, that would be a good Halloween costume for me and you. Be Siskel and Ebert? Yes. How about we both be Siskel and Ebert simultaneously? Huh? <laughs> like, like, like Two Face, right? Like half of your face Ooh. is Roger Ebert, and the yeah. other, well, that's kind of fucked up. But half of okay, half and of I your. Know, fa- I know Roger Ebert had something towards the end. Would it be fucked up, Roger Ebert, or regular Roger? Ebert? Uh, that, I mean, that's up to you. Mm. That's your personal moral compass, man. I'm going effed up. And well, the thing was, I could be Gene Siskel because I have the bald thing going, right, and the skinny thing. But you're you're not fat, so you couldn't do the Roger Ebert, right? You know, but uh, you know, there's always padding. I, I am a method actor, so I would do. I would gain weight for the role, much like um, what's his name, Batman guy, lost weight. I would gain weight. You you would gain weight. Yes. Uh, the funny thing was speaking about Batman. I had a realization the other day that basically Christian Bale's Batman is basically a Boba Fett impersonation. Oh yeah. What if he doesn't survive? <laughs> He's worth a lot to me. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. You like that? The Empire will compensate you if he dies. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Roger Ebert, by the way. I don't want to get all into that, but I loved following him on Twitter. I, he, he wrote a lot of great shit about science and everything. He was much more than just a, a film critic, even though he was a great one at that. Uh, let's see here. That was what I'm going, going down the list of quick things to hit before we get into our main topic today. Main topic today is we're going to do a little, uh, I know I didn't tell you about this, Buck, before the show, because oh. usually in any workplace environment, you kind of just get called to the office? Yes, I've been called to the office many times. Yes, yeah, many different jobs. Well, many on, times. on today's show, we're going to let the in, uh, listeners in on a little bit of inside baseball here with the show. And ah. we're going to have Buck's first ever performance review. Uh, at, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a bit later, but that, that's what the, we're doing on today's show. A lot of other uh, fun stuff happening, but just before we get into anything, uh, I want to say a brief thank you to a guy named Adam Hendricks who did the uh, logos, like the cool Far Out logo we have and some of the, the logos on our website and stuff. I want to give a quick uh, Far Out shout-out to him because uh, he helped us with some graphic stuff because iTunes changed some of their graphic specs, so uh, he helped us out with that. So thank you for that. Yes, thank you. And is there a performance review on that gentleman? Like, no. Am I, mean, I the only one being called in right uh, now? Uh, you are the only one currently. Elliot is uh, being reviewed? Currently. Elliot will get his review when the time comes. Because there's only two like full-time employees on the show besides myself. Uh, yeah, right. I'm the entrepreneur, small business owner. Right. I'm the guy that Mitt Romney talks to in his speeches. And, you know. I, and I'm like the shift supervisor. I'm like the second in command. We're going to get into that. So I should review Elliot, is all I'm saying. We're going to get into that. I'll rip him a new asshole. <laughs> Shit rolls downhill in this administration. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, and also, uh, if you go to geopodcast.com, scroll down to show number 214, uh, me and Gio, Giovanni, 
the great Adam Kroll, a super fan. Uh, I appeared on his show and had like an hour and a half long conversation a couple weeks ago. Forgot to plug it on this show. So uh, you guys, if you want to hear me and uh, Gio just blowing hard about podcasting for an extended period of time, it was a fun conversation. Uh, it's nice just to not have to be funny for a little while and just gab about podcasts. I mean, not that I've been <laughs> funny uh, on this show, but um, I also got a new video up on the site on the videos page. You can check out what the pre-show rituals like us putting a you know show together. Oh, um, and for those of you I've, I've discussed many times, I've been writing a book. I'm now half through my book on the first draft, so I'm 76 pages in. So for the people that were interested in that, uh, for our listeners, by the time it gets finished. Maybe I'll give uh, anybody who wants to read it a free copy for being a cool far-out listener before I uh, sell it out and make millions of dollars and uh, go move to a uh, you know some some island somewhere. And this is your Fifty Shades of Grey? Mm. This is you. Mm-hmm. You're putting it out there mm. like that. Yeah, this is... The, I, there are sex scenes in the book. Yes. Which, Brutal. Which, which, <laughs> which I'm sure everybody wants to read, but I mean, there, there's sex scenes. I mean, they're tasteful. Mm. I mean, it's not like softcore porn or whatever. It's like... Uh, they're not sex scenes; they're makeout scenes, wow. and it's first-person perspective book. And he just happens to get involved with you know two ladies in the book. And I did uh, write it, and I did kind of get in the mood. Mm. I had uh, I turned on my sensi, you know, put oh. a little cartridge in there. I got some vanilla se- uh, smells going in the room. It's always setting the mood for me. I locked Murray out of the office so my dog didn't you know see me in this state. I uh, took my shirt off. I started thinking about Ryan Gosling. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, but I, I did. There are some love scenes, so I always feel weird about maybe if my wife reads the book at a certain point. Is like, I didn't know you were so romantic. Why doesn't this appear in the bedroom? Where know? is this coming from? Right. Who's this guy? Now, when I was reading it, I in my mind's eye, uh, if you ever do a book on tape, it's just sad that Michael Jackson is dead because I just heard Michael Jackson's voice like reading your words. It it it, it was magical. And then. I took off my shirt. Yeah. And after I took off my shirt, I found that my nipples were getting increasingly hard. <laughs> and then and then I pulled out some more Jesus juice. It's seamless, yeah. I and mean, I, you wrote that in there, Jesus juice. I, I should write the whole book and do the whole book on tape as Michael. Did you ever hear, um, getting off topic, but did you ever hear Michael Jackson's uh, E.T.? The storybook, like the book and tape, <laughs> no. when E.T. came out. I remember there was a picture of Michael Jackson standing right next to E.T. in yeah, like he, a red sweater or something like that, but I, I was always wondering why that was. Well, he won, he, uh, Spielberg had him read the book on tape, and it's, it's, fa- <laughs> no, it, he won a Grammy for it, and it's fantastic. Uh, I had, I have it on tape somewhere, and I've listened to it before, and Michael just gets, and he gets really into it. It's like, Oh, like when, like, it's kind of funny because he puts Michael into E.T. He's E.T.? No, I mean, he's not like, Elliot. <laughs> does, he, does he do the sound effect? Elliot, yeah. No, no, he just reads the story, but it's like, <clears throat> and then, you know, Elliot, and, you know, I can't even do the voice, but like, when the, when the bike goes over the moon, yeah. Michael, it's, the music starts ramping up, Michael gets all excited and just goes, Oh no like, shit! Yeah, it's like do, you couldn't hold back on that. <laughs> um, do they do the corn patch scene? Because that that always freaked me out as a kid when Elliot first sees ah. <laughs> <laughs> you. Did they? Ah, did they have Michael doing that? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Et he came out of the cornfield and uh, yeah, Elliot was looking at him and then Elliot was like, ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Was Elliot named after Elliot from E.T.? I just put that together. 
That's the first time? I'm yeah. sure it's not the first time he heard it. <laughs> I'm sure not. Imagine being a kid growing up being named E.T. You're like, fuck. That would be like oh, being yeah. our age and being named fucking Indiana. Or like Luke, you know? Yes. So uh like to thank everybody for that. Uh, for uh, I don't know what I'm thanking people for. That That's just like broadcaster Tourette's. Thank you, people. Yeah, I'm just like, going to throw it in there. Uh, <clears throat> so it's been a month since we've done a show. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I found myself on the freeway um, coming here going, okay, which ec- exit is it? It's yeah. been that long. Yeah. And plus, you know, I'm coming off of a quite a big day. Um, yeah. Yesterday was a very special day. Well, today's Sunday, April 21st when we're recording. And yesterday yes. was, Buck, I'd have to say it's like your Independence Day. It's yes. it's like your you know when they have a Armenian Genocide Awareness Day and all the Armenians get really excited. Oh, uh, That's their day. I gather with them. Yeah, uh, you know that, that, that Passover I'm, for the Jews. I'm, r- I'm right down there with Serge Tankian from System of a Down. I'm I'm partying with them. I don't think they party on the Armenian Genocide. I do, but <laughs> you party? Well, I chill with them. Yeah, you're like you you party in anger. You're party <laughs> you're you're partying against the Ottoman Empire. Is what you're doing? We're still here. Get used to it. Yeah. 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 We're, we're Armenian. We're here. We're Armenian. Get used to it. Yeah. So yesterday was a big day, 420. Big national holiday yeah. for Bucks. So I want to know if, you know, everybody probably wants to know. It's like, how did Rabbi Shmuley Boteach celebrate <laughs> Passover, right? Everyone wants to know about that. Sure. How did uh, that big uh, Joel Osteen celebrate Christmas? People want to know that. Right. How did the Dalai Lama celebrate that, that Buddhist holiday. Lotus Day. Yeah. How did Buck Perez celebrate 420? Well, I, you know, I was trying to do a trifecta, not just smoking, because it is the holiday of the weed. Yeah. So I wanted... 420, the, uh, and weed holiday, if anybody know, you know, doesn't know that. For, for whatever reason, I heard it was because that's usually the time everyone gets high, or it was some people met at some certain time of 420 back in the day. That's what I heard. But anyway. But you don't you don't know the official day? I figure as a stoner, you guys all sit around and there's one guy that's like, nah, man, it was, if you read the gospel no. according to Luke, it's, chapter 4, verse 20, he said, use this of the earth. It's so convoluted and everything like that. Plus, you're getting your information from a stoner. So, you know. Plus, a- any real stoner who knew um, the real story probably forgot it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't write it down. No, they just forgot about it. It's like the old Pollock uh, joke about... Uh, uh, it's like uh, my, one of my favorite jokes, favorite Pollock jokes is... Uh, <laughs> you can still tell Pollock jokes. They're white, I guess right? so, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, why don't Pollocks have ice cubes? The, uh, the lady with the recipe died. <laughs> so, okay. But 420, yesterday, I'm wondering the whole day. I didn't, I, I didn't see you yesterday. I'm wondering... It's, it's kind of a... It, it is a blur. I basically started uh, everything I wanted to ingest yesterday had to be weed related. So everything. Not. I mean, if you if you if you took a shower, you used like hemp soap. Ooh. Yeah. You slept in a hemp bracelet. You only wore a white, <laughs> like like a like a, a baptismal white gown made from hemp fibers. I'm not Snoop Lion, so no, I can't afford that. Okay. But uh, I did try and everything I ingested. I had edible for breakfast. Um, okay. Edible for breakfast. I had uh, the iced tea and lemonade weed. Okay. Weed, iced tea, and lemonade. I was how, how do you that brew that? How do you? 
I just bought it, actually, uh, from my dispensary, tea bags, stuff like that. Yeah, so. weed tea bags. Oh, yes. It's gone that far. <clears throat> they have weed suntan lotion at your <laughs> wait, local wait, dispensary. Wait, what is that? Does it get you high? Like- uh, I, I tried it out yesterday for the first time everything uh, everything that was weed related there i bought it was a warm it was a warm day yesterday yeah i I laid out as you can tell i got a little glow you do i do have a glow you do have kind of a green yeah but uh countenance i kind of at some point just zombie zombied out i zombied out i really don't remember i cannot total recall you have no recall whatsoever about what happened yesterday. No. Nope. Are, are you worried about that? Do you think that losing one entire day of the year? <laughs> um, no, because I'm, I'm usually losing a few days a year, so this was just one of the many. One of the many. So but, do, you, do you really think that it's a celebration of 420 if every day you smoke weed, and then on this day you just... Uh, I mean, isn't it just like every other day? Uh, yeah, but... Isn't every day 420 in the life of Buck Perez? You know, I'd kind of like... It. To be memorialized in more of a way, because a lot of people are waking up and lighting up, especially in Colorado, Seattle, places like that. I'd like to show my skills being a stoner for years and years and years. I think we should have a stoner Olympics on 420. Okay. Some type of event where I can show my skills. Because we need to we need to blow 420 up. I think it's like a national holiday. Weed acceptance is, is coming across the, 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 the nation. I'm yeah. saying 420 is going to be as big as like Easter or like Arbor Day or you know any other major holiday, you know Martin Luther King Day. I was just going to say MLK Day. We yeah. should get the day off. Right. It should be a day national holiday. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, most celebrators are taking life off. <laughs> Right. I, I right. appreciate that, Jason. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not judging. This is a judgment-free zone here. Right. I just, uh, you know, let's just decriminalize this bitch. You know. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's stupid. People be walking around like, well, I'm smoking because I have a herniated disc or something. No, you're not. You just smoke weed. You, you know. You, Let, let's just call a spade a spade. Your health problem was you weren't high. <laughs> I, you yeah. know, I, uh, I was thinking this. You know, we we can really commercialize the holiday, and I feel feel like if 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 we cornered the market on figuring this one out, there's some, could be some real cash made by us. And with with all holidays, you need like a holiday character. You need traditions, all this. I thought for 420, you could have, you know, you have Santa Claus, you know, Father Christmas on, on you know, you have the Easter sure, Bunny. Sure. I figured for uh, 420, you have like like this Jamaican guy, right? Hmm. And now, he, here's what the t- tradition is in the holidays. The Jamaican guy, he comes over to your house and he borrows something, right? Hmm. And he comes, hey, Buck, it's good to see you, man. Hmm. And you're like, you know, you're happy to see him. Hey, but hey, I come over here. You know, I want to know. Do you have any wire cutters? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know my Jamaican guy became Mexican. Obviously. Yeah, he's kind of a. Hey, man, I need some wire cutters. Hey, I need some wire cutter. Maybe a Mexican dude come by borrow some. I don't know. But the, the Jamaican guy comes by borrow something, and he doesn't return it till next year on four twenty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it takes at least that long, right? Yeah. Right. I, that instead oh. of leaving something, the guy just borrows something. Like, hey man, could I have your could I have your collection of Twin Peaks DVDs? I I could see that. Or if um the Santa Claus person type comes over to your house and actually makes a bong out of a household utensil. Oh, so he comes something over. Like yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, hey man, y- you know what do you got? Toilet paper roll. Let me see. You know, yeah. <laughs> and he's making shit like that. You know, oh, let me do this for you. You know, and, and then then he goes over to the next house and does it. Yeah, makes a gift for everyone. You know, oh, makes a stony gift. Yes. 
Oh, That's what I, I'm saying. This I is like the holiday. It. Maybe how about this? Maybe we combine it with like Boxing Day that they have in the UK where everybody puts their stuff outside. Yeah. Where you put random junk oh. and then this, you know, supernatural being comes out, takes your junk and fashions it into a bar and then runs off to the next house. You never see him, you no. know? Because stoners are, you know, stoners are like stoner MacGyvers. Like we are. We, we can make a bong out of anything. Right. You know? So, yeah, it's, it's showing that skill. And I figure, you know, like it's and, and it's good for the children. It to, is, yeah, because the, the the children will wake up in the morning and just find a clean, pristine bong made af- out of their old toys. Like, yeah, uh, Stony Rostamon, or, or you know, you know, and that too. I'm I'm seeing it more from a Western point of view. I see where you're going with the Jamaican thing, but I, I'm seeing Saint Willie, you know, Willie. I don't know. That's that. That's not that weedy. Right? Willie, uh, Willie, uh, Willie Nelson, dude. Oh, so Willie Nelson stops by the He's house. like our, he's our weed Jesus. He is our, like when he died, he did a song with Snoop Dogg, what, when I die, roll me up and smoke me. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I mean, we have to wait for Willie to die though, and then he becomes this he, character. He comes back. Yeah. Three days later, smoking or something. Yeah. I mean, this, this could work. Yeah. And, but that's how I see the holiday. St. Willie. Right. St. Willie comes to your door, makes a bong for you, but I like that. You know what that reminds me of too of putting stuff out is uh the three wise men. Uh, it's like before Christmas you leave shit out or they leave shit at your door. I don't so, remember that. I've never a, had a wise wise guy leave anything there's later. A, oh no. You know, it was gro- a Catholic thing? Yeah. That and a Pedro thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that was just some homeless guy in San Pedro. Well, so if you guys have any ways that you think that we should celebrate four twenty, throw a comment up on the website. Yeah, I really I'm sorry, John. I just no recall here. I I am Colin Farrell. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. I do not recall. Yeah? Get your ass to Mars. That's all I can say. Speaking of drugs, I have a new song I've been working on. Buck, Buck and I have been working on this new song here. Oh. Um, I, I figure, like, you know, uh, Eric Clapton had a big hit with cocaine, mm. right? You know, every drug needs, every drug in way of taking a drug needs a song. Right? Like, there's different ways. You need a soundtrack when you're getting high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that there was no song for a specific way that people ingest cocaine. Like, uh, back in the day... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. A uh, couple of shows back, I was telling a story about uh, uh, Tim Burgess from The Charlatans, mm. uh, one of my favorite uh, UK bands. And uh, Tim Burgess from The Charlatans, in his uh, book, in his uh, biography, discussed how he ingested cocaine through the butthole. Right, and it was called cocainus, and it's where you, you know, I'm not gonna, mm. you know, excite anyone with the details. So Buck, Buck and I put a song together about practicing the art of cocainus, and uh, let's see here, get the guitar. I'd like to get this. Let's do this. Let's do this. <clears throat> oh wait, wait, no, no, E minor seven, but mm. oh D minor seven. Now anybody out there making music, the quickest way to make something kind of cokey. Or like disco-y. D minor 7. Put some yayo up your a-hole. Cocainus. Take your behind and do a white line. Cocainus. Get on your knees and catch the free. Cocainus. Eric. Eric. Put some Belushi up your tushi. Cocainus. Put some crack in your crack and catch your heart attack. Cocainus. 
Make your brain get numb with your rectum. Go penis. Far Out is powered by Oedipal Arrangements. Having a hard time coming on to mom? We can help. Now, <clears throat> on this show, I, I, fe- I feel like, may- maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like I can really be honest with the audience whenever we do this show. And whenever I have a personal revelation, I'd like to share with the audience. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm getting older. 36. You know, I, I, may, I still may act like I'm a 24-year-old. I, I don't feel like uh, I've really, uh, <clears throat> I say, uh, changed that much or grown that much as a human being the last 12 years. But uh, I was on a, you know, I, I go back and forth, and it's, it's a boring topic to get too deep into, so I won't touch upon it. But, you know, I, uh, I like to watch what I eat. Sometimes I go through periods once I get to a certain weight, then, you know, I go on a little diet and, you know, knock off a couple pounds. And I was kind of on the knocking off a couple pounds into the cycle recently. And I kept weighing myself for like three days. And I'd been, you know, eating perfectly. And no weight was coming off. Hmm. And so, you know, I, I was stepping on the scale and looking down. And, you know, it sh- should show, you know, I should have been at like 170, but I was still at 173. And this has gone on for three days. And you start to get alarmed. You're like, what am I eating? What's wrong? I've been, you know, taking good care of things. And uh, Can I just make a suggestion? Is it muscle? Because, I mean, you're looking pretty felt. No, I was not you're, uh, working you're, out at all. You're looking like you've been bah, pumping the iron, man. No, not at all. You look like you just came out like two years in the pen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're yeah. just doing, got nothing to do but, like Ice Cube said in, in Boys in the Hood, just pumping weights, man. Just nothing to do in there. Yeah, I, no, no, I do not look like Tukey Williams right now. I'm saying you're pretty buff right now. Yeah, so, no. Is it muscle? No. Oh. So, you know, I was I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on, and then I realized I started like thinking about my stomach and I was like, man, I'm a little backed up. Maybe mm. it's because I haven't, you know, I haven't had um, a solid release yeah. in a while. You know, like maybe I, I was feeling a little backed up and then it started to kind of alarm me. What was your average flow at this time? Like, you know, usually one a day, mm. about 11 o'clock. You're knocking it out. Yeah, yeah, I always you're on sh- schedule. I always make sure I do it on the company dime. <laughs> if you're going to do it, get paid for get it. Get paid to shit yeah and so uh you know i and and i thank the audience for really you know bearing with me here and getting let's get intimate let's get close <laughs> i read this is my diary this is our diary buck this show is our diary it's our audio diary it's our audio diary yes. and you know we're I, I feel like i'm oprah to a certain part of the population and you know so what happens is i'm at work and it's just it's just not coming wait does that make me gail if you're oprah I, it makes you makes you Stedman. Uh, no, no, no. Make, makes you make, make makes you Gale. I it think. does make me Gale. I'm not a Stedman. You're the girlfriend Gale. Elliot Stedman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Stedman. I'm Gale. All right. So uh, I want the boundaries clear. And uh, and Oscar is uh, Doctor Phil. That's what it is. And so uh, what happens is, so I, uh, you know, I, I go to I go to my local Ab- Albertsons drugstore, and I, I bought myself some uh, <clears throat> some laxatives. Oh my gosh! Now I'd never taken a laxative before in my life. <laughs> yeah, see, you're more do-it-yourself. 
like you never considered getting an enema? Something like that. No, that's, that's too That's invasive. extreme. That's extreme. That's crazy. That's not. That's, that's cra- crazy. That's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. Why? That's crazy. If you're really feeling that, that's a medical professional that will be there to no. stick it up your rectum. No, I don't need it. No, I, you know, I have good, I have decent health insurance, but I, you know, I didn't want to do. I, I wanted to find an easy way to kind of relieve myself of the right. situation. Well, if you ever want to get flushed out, I know a good place in Venice. You know, a guy. We'll go on your lunch break. Can we? Film it and put it on the show. High colonic break. So I, uh, I went and I, I bought myself a little bottle of Philips uh, laxatives from the people who brought you milk of mag- magnesia. Hmm. And uh, I took about three o'clock. Does that work? And uh, I took about three o'clock. And then I noticed, you know, I'm driving home at five thirty. I'm on the freeway. Nothing's happening. Still. I'm like, this is some bullshit, right? Hmm. And then I thought, maybe I'm just in my head. Maybe I was just like feeling blocked up. And then you know when like. You know, it's like if you watch a, a TV show where someone gets like their arm cut off, you start feeling like weird shit in your arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I, I, or like someone gets kicked in the nuts in a movie and you're like, oh. When Kobe tore his Achilles, I felt that shit. My foot hurt for a day. It, yes. went, it went through every, everybody had to. I had that pain until he got the surgery. Some kind of psychosomatic pain. So then I'm thinking maybe this uh, this feeling I have is just, I'm just making it up. You know, you don't really have nerves in your intestines, but I started feeling my intestines. I thought maybe, maybe this isn't reality. Maybe, maybe, I've, maybe I've lost my mind. You're, you're beautiful minding that shit. It's psychosomatic for you. And then, then it's all you can focus on once you think, because then you think I'm getting poisoned from the inside. Right. You know, I'm all backed up, and, and then I start thinking, how much cheese have I eaten of recent? You know, so don't blame me, buddy. <laughs> the grilled cheese. Just because I work on a grilled cheese, store. don't blame me, buddy. So about seven o'clock that night, about four hours after after taking the pill, I'm, I'm sitting on the on the couch with my wife, you know, watching mm. Bates Motel, wow. and then I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> Just all of a sudden, I ran to the bathroom, booyah, right? And so what I'm telling people is, now, I kind of want to take one like every day. It was such a pleasurable experience just to just be completely. You know, crystal clean, cleaned out. Oof. That now I start thinking about it during the day. Like I start kind of daydreaming. Like maybe I should just like hit a little lax. Maybe just a little bump. Yeah. Just a little bump of a laxative right now. Just a just a little hit. Just to know what it feels like. Man, that is not a good. That is not a good scene you're getting into. I know, but it's <laughs> like you know, Louis Armstrong discovered this, and he'd always say like, "Yeah." Well, that's Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah. "Anybody want to have some Swiss kiss?" He used to have Swiss Kiss, which was his laxative, and he used to, it was like a prune, you know, like 1920s laxative, and he always like talked to people about it. like no matter what the conversation would be like. Uh, so, uh, Louis, uh, I heard your uh, latest jazz album, and it sounds great. I just like some Swiss Kiss. I got Swiss Kiss to thank for that. <laughs> right, and so Louis's whole life was all about taking laxatives and smoking weed. Yeah, he smoked a lot of weed too. Yeah. So he was probably cleaned out. That's probably why you know he lived pretty long, living a you know life of uh, you know some booze and weed his whole life. But I, you know, I just I'm, I'm just I'm focused on it. I'm thinking about it. maybe it's like addict mentality. Like I'm 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 glamorizing. I'm romancing the laxative. Hmm. Yeah, I see it as like, you know, the first time you get kind of high or drunk, you're just like, wow, that was great. Yeah. I can do this for my whole life. And, and then you look, you know, you look back at it like, well, was it really that good? Or was I just really stoned walking around the supermarket looking at the lights? Yeah. <laughs> 
for centuries. Bavarian brewers have turned out the highest quality and most satisfying beers in all of Europe. Now, Minecraft Beers proudly presents their latest beer, sure to conquer the world. It's Hitler's Piss. Hitler's Piss is made from a frothy blend of choice Bavarian hops, and it's the only beer made from pure enough ingredients to bear the name of Dürfür himself. And for those looking to keep their figure, coming soon, Hitler's Piss Light. Hitler's Piss, the final solution for your thirst. All right, now, Buck, you've been, you've been uh, a little nervous all day. Well, this is stressful. I mean, I work, uh, you know, I work on that truck, and I get reviewed sometimes, you know, and it's it's never, you know, an easy thing. They always have critiques, criticisms, Well, I know, ways I'm, I can improve. I'm not that interested in the way your other employers are treating you, Buck. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, you're, you're, I'm sorry. You got a very bossy tone. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, it's it's not bossy, Buck. I'm just. I feel like I'm the producer of the show. Yeah. Right. And therefore, as you know, you're you're, you're a a host of the show. Mm. Right. Co-host yes. of the show. I'm a co-host. I'm also a producer. Mm. Also the head writer. Right. Uh, Elliot is kind of the uh, the other writer of the show. Elliot to send, even though he's not on the show many times, he does send in ideas for the show. Right, and you know that's going to be part of how we uh, discuss this. But I have a little some paperwork here now that you can hear. You know, I see myself as you know not a writer, an improver. You know, I'm here to riff. I'm riffing. You but know, this is not this 24/7. is twenty four seven. I'd like to uh, stop you right there, real quick, just because this is not how you see yourself. Oh. That has nothing to do with it. Oh. This is how me, Todd Perry, your supervisor, yes. sees you and your performance of the last, you know, since uh, two, August 2010, almost three years on the Far Out podcast. Now, let, let, let's talk about this uh, going forward after the review. Okay. This, you know, this, is, this may impact your future on the show, yeah. how we treat things, how our relationship, supervisor to... Employee, uh, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go. So I just want to go over. Okay, okay. Am I getting Maybe. a write up? Is that what this is? No, we're just, okay. we're just, we're just talking. It feels like a write up situation. I've, been, I've had many write ups in my life, and uh, they all started like this. This is going to go in your file because we have a file <laughs> exactly. here in the uh, the garage. So just please, okay. So employee name Brian Perez Juan Perez Brian Juan. Is that with a W or a J? Okay. Job title, Don't co-host. Don't remember. Supervisor, Todd Andrew Perry. God, this is very lawyer-like. Department, uh, podcasting department. Improver. The production department, I'm sorry. You're in the production department. And this is your... General uh, badass. Annual review. It's your three-year uh, three annual so, review. So you're not up for another one for three years. Just unless, uh, taking a little break for a second. Okay. You know let's see here. Okay, boss? Okay. Um, we're going to go to the uh, first question here. This is your uh, productivity, <clears throat> independence, and reliability. The extent to which an employee produces a significant volume of work efficiently in a specified period of time. Yeah. Ability to work independently with literal no direction or follow-up. And now we have a couple of different things here. It, it can either be improvement needed, oh. meets expectations, 
exceeds expectations or outstanding. Ah. And looking at these, I'm going to say uh, improvement needed. Oh, what? Yeah. I mean, I show up every day. Yeah, but just- half a life is showing up. That's what I've learned. Uh, it's eighty percent, as Woody Allen said. Uh, and so the yeah, you see, can, I got that quote wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you you get things done, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna write. Uh, here's here's what we got to do because with with all these things, if I don't tell you something you can improve on, right. then you're just gonna walk out here like you're doing perfect, which I thought I was until until this point. Improvement. Here's a problem. Specific examples doesn't respond to text messages. Uh, yeah, guilty. I text Buck <laughs> this morning. I text Buck frequently. Yeah, this morning you text me. And uh, seventy-two hours later, I'll get. Dude, did you text me? <laughs> it's not acceptable anymore mm. to text. So needs improvement. Mm. All right, next <clears throat> job knowledge. Uh, the extent to which an employee produces a significant volume of work efficiently. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, the extent to which an employee possesses and demonstrates understanding of the work instructions, processes, equipment, and materials to perform the job. Yep. Uh, also, improvement needed. What? Yeah. Uh, examples? Yeah. Too many visual bits. <laughs> you write that down. Many times, Buck will um, yeah. he'll pull out an iPhone video to try to show a podcast audience, which is only audio. Um, he'll make a face sometimes. It doesn't work in, in a I'm podcast. Very, I'm very visual, yes. Yeah, but that doesn't work because this is a podcast. But we do do, in my defense, we do do video things sometimes, and the latest one, you know, I'm sticking it up for the camera. Yeah, that was fine. I can't help look at it, so but, but all you maybe did was, a little bump up. All nope. you did was meet expectations on L- that. So little bump up. <clears throat> next, interpersonal relationships, cooperation, yeah, and commitment uh. meets expectations. Yeah. The eh? extent to which an employee is willing and demonstrates the ability to cooperate, work, and communicate with coworkers... Uh, you do do a good job at being nice to people when they show up. Yes. I like that. Yes. Uh, but I do talk mass shit when they leave. Yeah, you do really. Right as they're out the door. Once just, Art Webb left the show that one time from the Leica show, you really, you, you let it fly. I laid into him. Do we have audio of that? Because it's pretty funny. Mm, I, I don't have that. That's how I am, though. I, I will very much, you know, just be very nice to you, very cordial, and then right as soon as you leave, out the door. You, you, and and you, are, you are committed. To to the show, which is good. You do you do. Uh, oh well, thank how, you. Yeah, I've missed one show. Next, uh, we're gonna finish here. With... Will, will that be in my file as well? No, huh. no excuses. There's no excuses file at the far out office. Mm. Uh, finally, initiative and creativity. To the extent to which an employee seeks out new ex- assignments, proposes improved work methods, yep. suggests ideas to eliminate waste, and comes up with topics. Improvement needed. What was, oh la- what was the last topic you brought to this show? Uh, yeah. I'll give I, you a moment. I hollered, at, I hollered at a chick, so I brought that up. That was about 60 shows ago. We're at 176-ish right now. I, uh, anything weed-related probably has something to do with me. Yeah, but I usually say Buck talk about weed here yeah, in the second that's part true. of the show. That's true. Needs improvement. Mm. So here we go. This is, uh, let's see here. Wow, I'm I'm doing as well here as I did in school. I'm signing this paperwork. Buck, if you could just sign that right there at the mm. bottom. Now, I'd like the Far Out audience, leave a comment on the site, faroutpodcast.com on the show. Let us know how do you think Buck Perez is doing. Do I have to date it? Yeah. For it's a 21. 21. You might not have lived through 420, but 
One four. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's my legal name. I have that. Yeah. Donald Duck. You can't sign it, Donald Duck Buck. Anus. To finish off the show, we have a listener email. Now, uh, back on this is uh, in reference to show one seventy two, where we did uh, a bit uh, talking about uh, Podcella, which is still yet to happen. Me and uh, Giovanni, Giovanni invited us to do uh, Podcella, the big uh, podcasting festival in the desert. Mm. And uh, also, we talked a little bit about synthetic marijuana on the show. <laughs> and uh, so, here we go. Dear Todd and Buck, I love the intro to this episode. Geo giving you the shaft on stage time and comedians, interviewing comedians is very funny stuff. Uh, TBS approved. Whatever that means. Is mm. that a TBS thing? I don't know. The, fa- the podcast festival is a great bit. One of my longtime friends got into smoking synthetic marijuana, known around here as K2. Hmm. He had been regularly smoking marijuana for 15 years and switched to the synthetic stuff last summer. Mm. After only six months of K2, he's now schizophrenic and unable to take care for himself. He has since moved in with his dad. He no longer remembers associates or associates with his old friends. It was a very sad day for me when he cracked. I lost my friend of 25 years. Hashtag real talk. Oh, wow. So, all right. So maybe hey, a little bit. We have a lot of people listen to the show. Maybe watch before uh, people get into that stuff. Well, it's a very odd thing to get addicted to. What synthetic marijuana? Yeah, evidently it's a it's a huge problem. This is complete serious talk, by the way. So. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not a. I'm not very versed in the subject, but I I, I say this. Uh, you know, drugs are bad. Oh wow! <laughs> so and then he concludes with, "I like that Buck is still bringing the funny. You should keep him on the show." Thank you, Colin. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Colin in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That's the best review I've had all day. So thank I like you. to thank everybody for listening to the Fall Podcast. Watch out for that K2 shit. Don't fuck around. Uh, oh. You know, be, be careful out there. I'm the world's worst example. Talk positively. A lot of drug talk, but really serious bad shit out there. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening to the Fall Podcast. Thank you, Buck Perez, for showing up on today's show. Hey, thank you. Much appreciated. Love your contributions. And, and I will improve. I, I know what to work on now. Thank you. This is Todd Perry saying, Akbaka, Baka Chaka. Baka Chaka.